So I told you, this is uh, my oldest daughter's very favorite day of the year. But I do wonder, if, you, if you're brave enough, you can raise your hand. How many of you look forward to Ash Wednesday? Is this a day that you get excited about? Well, thank you for being here then. <laughs> Today starts the season of Lent. It, it, it is a, it's a strange way to start. But Lent, being what it is, it's one of those opportunities that you have in your mind. As a, if, if this is a good time of year for you, it's, it's, a, it's a time to slow down and think about your faith. That's really the purpose of Lent. To think about who God created you to be. But more so than that, who is God calling you to become? Those are good questions for spiritual practices of Lent. Who'd God create you to be? Who's God calling you to become? For a long time now, that has been a part of what Lent is for me. It's an opportunity to reflect and think. Some people even try to make a practice of giving up something. Giving up a bad habit or some people take up a new service. Some simply try to be more faithful to what they have already committed to. My youngest daughter FaceTimed us 10 minutes ago. We were sitting in my office, and um, her commitment for Lent this year, she cleaned out her closet. For Catherine, that is a big deal. And all of it's going to the Salvation Army. I think the opportunity that Lent provides all of us is, is a chance to prepare for who God really is calling us to become. And preparing for everybody, well, it, everybody does that different. Everybody has a different way of figuring out, well, it's kind of like those ashes. It's, if you're willing to, to bear the mark, the sign of the cross in ash at the beginning of the season of Lent, well, you're probably a step ahead of some folks about how you want to prepare for what God has in store for you. Lent is a great reminder that you and I are not in control of anything. That we belong to God and that God's got a plan and God has elected to make us a part of it. But it's really hard to get away from that reminder that God's plan also means that we're finite. We belong to God. We were created by God. And one day we'll go back and be with God. I've got this friend that lives in Baltimore that loves to garden. And this is his very favorite time of the year. And it, it doesn't really have that much to do with Lent. But he'll tell you that it is his favorite Lenten practice. He gets his garden ready this time of year. Derek loves it. He goes out and he'll plant stuff. And, and then when it warms up and it starts to take off, his Facebook page will be covered with all of the stuff that's growing in his garden. What he doesn't show you is all of the work that he's doing right now to get his garden ready. And, oh my gosh, he gets his shovel and he's got these 
above ground beds and he digs around in them. He puts stuff in it to make sure the dirt is just right. And, and he'll do weeks and weeks and weeks of getting the soil ready. And then he's got this little greenhouse set aside. He does everything from seed. He grows it all in little containers. And then when it's finally warm enough, he'll go out and he'll plant it. And he'll spend all summer taking care of it. And then in the fall, he'll have baskets and baskets of vegetables and stuff that he's got to deal with then. He's got to get them ready to store to be able to make it through the winter. I tell you about Derek because I really think that's what Jesus is talking about in that passage in Matthew. All of the work that we do, our stewardship, our prayers our commitment to worship, all that we do is preparing us for who God is creating us to be. And this is an opportunity during these days is to set some time aside and to work on those things, whether it's fasting or, or reading the Bible or offering up your prayers on a daily basis. Whatever that practice is that you're going to work on, commit to it. Use it as a an opportunity to prepare yourself for what God has in store for you next. And today is one of those days on the calendar that is, you know, there's nowhere in the Bible where Jesus goes to church and they put a cross with ashes on Jesus' head, right? That's not there. So I hope I didn't spoil the story for you. And so what it is about is a reminder to us that those ashes remind us of who we belong to. And that we've got work to do. And part of that work is developing who we are as the child of God we were created to be. Larry Wilmore is a, an award-winning comedian. And he was on um, Fresh Air on NPR the other day. And um, he was talking about the difference between plot and story. Plot is the action that drives the story. Story is the development of the character that are along the journey, right? So today in the gospel stories, we get lots of plot, right? The events of Jesus' life. We move Jesus from place to place to place to place. And along the way, there are all kinds of miracles that happen. There's all kinds of things. But we also get some character development. We learn more about the disciples. We learn about Jesus. We continue to travel that plot with Jesus. And the story moves us from one reading to the other. And we go from Bethlehem to Nazareth to Galilee to Jerusalem. That's all part of the story. Today's a break from telling the story and reminding us that God created us for a purpose. The ashes remind us that we have work to do in order to be ready to travel that journey with Jesus. It's that same way that Derek gets his garden ready. All that preparation that Derek does to get ready to plant everything for the spring, all of the work that we do in studying scripture and prayers and visiting people and going to make sure that they've got food after they get out of the hospital, all of that stuff is preparation so that we know what it is to be a disciple. As we prepare ourselves for the part of Jesus' journey that includes trials and temptations, this part of Lent, conflict, betrayal, even making the sacrifice for our sin. 
We also have to be aware of the cost of being Christ's disciple is one that we commit to work at it all the time. So the ashes are a sign of the work that we commit to in the journey that we're traveling. That we understand that it's, it's more than moving from spot to spot. That it really is about the journey. It's about allowing the Holy Spirit of God to develop our character into the disciple that God created us to be. That's what the journey is all about. The Lutheran priest, that she came into the priesthood in a, in a unique way. She, she was an alcoholic. She was a drug user. When she hit rock bottom, she knew that the only way that she was going to survive was by God's grace. Her journey got her cleaned up. Nadia Bowles Weber is her name. She is covered in tattoos. And she preaches the gospel in a way that I suspect most of us would be offended by, actually. But when she preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ, she's talking to people that are still real close to the bottom. And they need to hear good news and grace in a way that speaks to them in a language that they understand. And it may be offensive to some of our ears, but it is such good news to so many others. She has a beautiful image that she tells in her book, Accidental Saints. She said, if you were to think of your life as a long piece of fabric, a real long, thin piece of fabric, and at one end of that piece of fabric is your baptism, and at the other end of that piece of fabric is your funeral. You don't have any idea the distance between those two events. But tonight, on Ash Wednesday, that's when we grab hold of the fabric and we, we pinch it together in the middle until the ends can see each other. And we hold up our baptism in our past and our future, our funeral and our future that we don't know. And somehow or another they get close enough to meet. And it's in that meeting that we are reminded of those promises that God made to Joel. We're reminded that we belong to God. And that when we say that, that is an affirmation of faith like no other. When we say that we belong to God, what we're really saying is that there is no sin, there is no darkness, and there is no grave that God will not come find us and love us back to life. That's what tonight is all about. For all of our preparation, for all of our good works, for all of our failures, tonight is the night that we're reminded of the promise that God loves us. And there is nothing in all of creation, height, nor depth, nor anything else, that can separate us from the love of God. 
Yes, from dust we were born, and to dust we shall return. And in all the days in between, we belong to God. Amen.